Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh-uh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Cap and Jaylen Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Charlie, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three hour ride here on this Friday morning with open phone lines for you. 312 332 ESPN 332 3776 is our telephone number. And Cap, the dominoes are starting to fall at Lake Forest. After we were off the air yesterday, we come to find out that a couple of cornerstones for the Chicago Bears have been released. Eddie Jackson, Bears safety, cut as well as guard center Cody Whitehair, cut as well. We knew that these um, these moves are going to happen, but you think about first Eddie Jackson. He leaves the Bears with 15 career interceptions, tied for 33rd most in franchise history. His three fumble return scores are tied with Mike Brown for the most in team history. And, of course, Whitehair, he started 118 games. They appeared in 124. He was a second-round draft pick in 2016. And so now Ryan Poles is starting to make some moves here to, to try to get the next, next iteration of the uh, Chicago Bears going. Ooh, and why would Caleb Williams want to be a Bear? He'd want to force his way somewhere else, hoodie. Oh, wait a minute. They've got the fourth most cap space before they restructure any deal. Mm-hmm. Almost seventy million. They've got a team that went five and zero the last five games at home. They've got a top ten defense, at least trending in that direction. They've got pick one and pick nine, and they have one of the youngest rosters in the National Football League. With the release of the two gentlemen you just mentioned, who accorded themselves very well, they're probably two of the best draft picks of the Ryan Pace era. Fourth round, Eddie Jackson became an All-Pro. Cody Whitehair, a second rounder, played almost a decade and went to Pro Bowls. Look, the only guy left is Patrick Scales, the long snapper. That's it. Mm-hmm. Young roster, nobody drafted before 2020. Caleb Williams has got to look at that situation and go, hang on a second here. Now, they got D.J. Moore. They're going to add another A-level receiver. I got a really good tight end. They're going to get a center. They're going to get the O-line straightened out, which was trending in the right direction. And that defense, if they had Danielle Hunter to go with Montez Sweat and Jervon Dexter and all these dudes in the middle, bring it on. Let's go. Well, it's about trying to figure out what the next generation of Bears are going to bring. Remember, this is Ryan Poles trying to mold and shape the team in, in his image. So I totally understand what's happening here. That These moves are not a surprise because that's a $21 million uh, savings by cutting Jackson and Whitehair. And so as we talked about during the regular season, Cap, with Whitehair, it's like, okay, he's been with the team for a long time, but it's time for an upgrade, trying to get younger in that spot. And with Eddie Jackson, look, uh, can we talk about Eddie Jackson and, and whether or not he really lived up to his billing for the long haul? Injuries here and there, but 
how would we give him a letter grade here? Maybe a B as a Chicago Bear? B for Bear? For his time here? Oh, I think it's higher than that. A B plus? For Eddie? Mm-hmm. It, Eddie Jackson, a fourth-round pick coming off a severely broken leg at Alabama, which is why he slipped. Otherwise, he's you know, a first-round pick. I got to give Eddie Jackson probably an A minus. That's that was a hell of a pick to get to All Pro status, Pro Bowls, be part of one of the best defenses we've seen in a long time in this town in 2018. Yeah, Eddie Jackson accorded himself very, very well. But well, as his injuries piled up, the foot injury kept barking at him and would sideline him. He became expendable at 14 million dollars a year. That's why he's a B plus. That's why. It's just like any other athlete that plays at a high level, Cap. When is the athlete effective? When he's healthy. But there's times where he had injuries where he was not available. That's what gives me uh, a a solid B for his play here. And again, one of the team leaders also, by the way, Eddie Jackson for the time that he was here. But he'll move on and the Bears will try to get better in that secondary. And that's where we start thinking about Johnson as well, right? Jalen Johnson. We expect him to be able to get paid. He's been talking about it, mm-hmm. and so he's looking for that uh, that extension, that money. Okay, Eddie Jackson play was picked in 2017. Round four, pick 112. So he played 17 through 23 as a Bear. First team All-Pro in 2018. Two-time Pro Bowl, 18 and 19. Mm-hmm. One of the 100 greatest Bears of all time. Total tackles, 459. Forced 10 fumbles. Recovered 6. Deflected 44 passes. Intercepted 15. It scored 6 touchdowns. That is an A-level performance. I'll give him down to A-. For me, down to A- because of the injuries. That dude earned every nickel. Well, if that's the case, then why didn't the Bears give him more money? How come he's not still with the ball club? I mean, he's 30 years of age. If he's an A ball player, would you ever get rid of an A I off your football team? I didn't say he's an A ball player now. He was an A for his career here. Well, then why would you get rid of an A ball player that was one of the great Chicago Bears of all time? I would never do that. We should be trying to see why the Bears did that. We, as a show, should be able to be up in arms that the Bears got rid of an A ball player. No, because he's trending with his health that I got to get younger at that position, and I want that money off the books. Now I'm up to almost $70 million. But his career, 17 to 23, for a fourth-round pick, Ryan Pace, you can take a bow for that one. And for Whitehair. Well, that is true. Because those are the guys that stood out the most, especially for Pace. You can say what you want about Trubisky. You can say what you want about some of the, the, I guess, first and second round guys. But Pace was very good from the middle to the bottom of the draft. That's not really where you want to. You want to make your bones at the top if you can. I always say, Kev, like 60 to 70% of your draft, if those guys are out there and helping you grow as a team, cool. You can't be perfect all throughout the draft. But Pace, for whatever reason, he's very good from the middle to the bottom. Yeah, he was even good in the second round. He had some good play. Cody Whitehair, what was what year was he drafted? Sixteen, I think. Mm-hmm. Cody Whitehair had a really good career. Yeah, a second round pick in twenty sixteen. Yeah, he that, did. He did not miss a start over his first four seasons and went to the Pro Bowl in twenty eighteen. That that uh, that is another really really solid pick. Mm-hmm. He went uh, second round pick fifty six. Okay. 16 to 23, 
made the Pro Bowl at 18. He was all-rookie in 2016, played 124 games, 118 starts, and he was a good dude in the room. That, dude, that guy absolutely earned his money and was a really good second-round pick. It's his time. Ryan Pace yep. is working for the Atlanta Falcons in a support role to the GM, Terry Fontenot, because he missed on Kevin White, Mitch Trubisky, Leonard Floyd, and he hit on Roquan. That was a good pick. It yep. wasn't his decision to move on. So, look, yeah. they need to get younger. They're doing that. They need more salary cap space. They're doing that. This is going to be the summer of the bear. And I don't mean the TV show about Italian beef. <laughs> um, the summer of the bear, you say. They're going to be in the Hall of Fame game, it looks like. they got three bears going in. Mm-hmm. They are one of the three teams that can be forced now to do hard knocks, and there's a lot of speculation they're going to get hard knocks. They are going to go into the season with more optimism than I've had for this team in a long, long time. Summer of the bear, bring it on. That's the hope, Cap. That's the hope, especially when you have the number one pick again and you have all that money that you have available. Not saying you have to spend every bit of it, but boy, you're optimistic if you're the Chicago Bears saying, okay, if we need to allocate funds through free agency for key players to fill some of these holes in the depth chart, absolutely, let's go, right? If you're the Chicago Bears. Now, here's the thing. We talked about um, the strength of the football team and how much we like the secondary. Mm -hmm. So without Bojack there, without Eddie Jackson... So we're talking about Tyreek Stevenson and Jalen Johnson, who we believe that will be taken care of financially, mm-hmm. along with Kyler Gordon and Brisker. Mm-hmm. And Terrell Smith. Pretty good, man. Pretty, Pretty good. good, kid. Uh-huh. That's, with Terrell Smith, there, is he a candidate to move to safety? Maybe. You know, there are people going to want to go out there and spend huge money on Legereus Sneed, Antoine Winfield. I don't need two $20 million guys in my defensive backfield. I don't. I don't. So... Figure out the free safety spot and add to your pass rush, add to your interior, and get an A-level receiver. Yes. Let's go. I, I love what, they, what the Bears have in the secondary, but you do wonder about like that. how do you replace that voice? What do you ever think of Eddie Jackson, who's had injuries? Yes, he did play at a high level for the Bears, but I wonder about how you replace that type of voice, that kind of personality in the locker room. Same thing with White here, too. A respected veteran in there. Can you imagine? Maybe it's a fever dream. Was there a time, Cap? Is it? Is my memory fading? That there was a time where the Bears said, "No, you can sit down, Cody Whitehair. We prefer Lucas Patrick." That happened, did it not? It did. Did it? <laughs> I mean, and I think Cap Ryan hasn't <laughs> ever spoken on the record about it. I mean, but I truly believe Ryan would say to you, "Okay, the center problem, center issue was a problem this year." And that's his fault. That's Ryan's fault. Yeah. No one else. They thought Cody Whitehair could move back to center. Cody Whitehair was a failure at center under Nagy. Yeah. As well as under Fox. They went, he's better at guard. Why would you think it would work the third time? All right. Plus his body is, you know, breaking down. He get, gets hurt. Yeah. But we said at the time, is, did anyone watch film up there? You realize that maybe that doesn't work? They figured they could... Make it work. See? What you coaches always do. We can make it work. We'll work with them. Let's, let's just work with them. You know, I know that it failed before the previous year, but yeah, but it's us now. All right, let's take a look. And it didn't work again. Right. And so <laughs> they'll go get a yeah. veteran center, someone who 
He's tough. He's hard-nosed. He plays through injury. And he can recognize what front is being brought up. He'll be able to make all the calls and help a rookie quarterback, which is what we think is going to happen. I want him up there now, Cap. I want them snapping in the 30-degree weather right now. Let's go. I want a clown car of centers up there trying to get it done. Vacation. I don't care. I want him up there now. I'm excited. I want, I want this to be right. I told you. And that Danny, get Maggie Sketch and everybody up in marketing and promotions, Travis and Sonny and Bailey and all of them. Mm-hmm. Summer of the Bear. Summer of the Bear. That's it. Yeah. I can see it. Summer of the Bear right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. And right over our shoulders, more Bears talk. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's unbelievable to me. People think we're kidding about this, right? It's Every not just us. day they do a half hour on Get Up, the national show, every day. The topic? Would it, what would be fair trade compensation for Justin Fields? Also, Should the Bears move on? Yes. Who's the best landing spot? Has he proven himself as a starter again in the National Football League? Right. That's, that's today. And then right underneath it, zero playoff wins, 10 and 27 <laughs> or whatever he is. Yes, correct. And the, the next second, they'll go, when we come back, we talk about Caleb Williams. I mean, Just, it's unbelievable. I mean, this is what happens when you have the number one pick. Everyone's looking at you. I think the national shows also see the sum of the bear, too. They realize there's a lot there. A lot there. And I think that there's many that are optimistic about the future. When you have this much space, when you have this much clarity of the direction that you're going in, I think many people said, look out, here comes a team that could be a perennial playoff team at some point. If I was running, if I was Jimmy Pitaro, uh, excuse me, can you get Mina Kimes on the phone, please? Mm -hmm. Mina, I need you to move to Chicago for the next year at least. Pack your gear. We pay you well. Get to Chicago. Rent a nice apartment. We'll take care of it. It's the summer of the bear. (laughs) So we're going to get your thoughts about your trust factor. And uh, Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Chicago Bears, when this story came out, what was your initial reaction? White here in Jackson, no longer with the Chicago Bears. 312-332-3776, our phone number. Also still to come, a conversation that Cap had, and we're going to settle it here. Uh, about about the greatest of all time. Goat is used a lot, but Cap is going to settle an argument that he had the other day about the greatest of all time. We'll talk about it coming up this hour. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10. Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. It's the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Do not forget to subscribe to our YouTube as well, youtube.com. Look for ESPN Chicago on the YouTube. Hit that bell. That way you miss nothing as far as the shows are concerned. Of course, also the extra content. It's on our YouTube. Look for ESPN Chicago on YouTube. Glad to have you in here on this Friday. Hoping that you have a great weekend as we talk to you about the Bears. 312-332-3776 our phone number. Eddie Jackson and Cody Whitehair both cut by the Chicago Bears. That's about a $21 million savings. And again, two leaders off the football team now. And you just know... Cap, because of where we are in 2024, things don't always stay the same. You're always trying to get younger in those spots, and the Bears did that yesterday with those cuts. I wonder, by the way, is there anything else that the Bears will look at to be able to cut? What do you think? There's not a lot of meat left on that bone. There isn't. In terms of big contract guys, Mm -hmm. there aren't. Can you restructure um, Terrell Edmonds? 
Can you restructure T.J. Edwards? I don't know. How can you structure the Jalen Johnson to be as cap-friendly as possible? But who else do you really have that's on a huge deal? Maybe you can get Nate Davis to restructure a little bit. Yes. But who else nice. do you have? I think that's it because you're so young in so many other spots. DJ Moore might be able to be a restructure guy. Yes. So you are in a pretty good position around $70 million, two first-round picks, and if you do indeed move on from Justin, five-year rookie deal for the next quarterback, whoever that may be. You're in a really good spot here. Oh, I have someone that you can cut, Cap. Not necessarily for major savings, but someone that uh, someone that you found over the last 24 hours that maybe the Bears should consider. Oh, I wouldn't cut him. He was just being honest. Equinemius St. Brown. Now, there's no. he made a million dollars. I think he signed a, a million-dollar deal. Good blocker, not a great receiver. But he does a podcast, uh-huh. the Brown Brothers podcast. He, huh? Amon Ra, who's keeping his hair Honolulu blue. <laughs> which is super cool, and I think D.J. Moore was their guest. Yes. Here's a clip. My buddy Phil sent me this clip. He goes, dude, you got to hear this. What, what can Brown do for you? That's it. The Brown brothers, along with D.J. Moore. Just listen very closely to the conversation and the context. Hmm? i, I got to ask you guys. Why don't you guys throw him the ball? I want to know so bad. That's Amon Ra. Yeah, Amon Ra yeah, asking... How e- come EQ doesn't get the ball? Asking him and DJ Moore. Yeah. Well, yeah, why is this? I, I got to ask you guys. Why don't you guys throw him the ball? I want to know so bad. He's like, he's so cold to me. I'm like, you guys don't even use him. <laughs> Bro, you're asking the wrong person, man. You're asking the wrong two people. Bro, you guys are in the room. Like, does he not we, say we, we all just do our jobs. And then when you do throw it, it'd be, it'd be so, like, he just misses him. I just feel so bad for him. Like, he was open. He'd be open so many times. Just When he is, it's missed. But when we throw it to two, it'd be on point. Like, perfect. Damn. It's crazy. <laughs> yes, it'd be perfect to you. The moon would be wide open. Even, like, the Hail Mary versus the, the Browns. I'm like, damn. Yeah, that's a heart. That's a heartbreaker play. I was like, I mean, Mooney, he going to get paid, though. He's cold. Okay. So he was mostly referring to why don't you throw the ball to Mooney? And that when you do throw the ball to Mooney, the guy misses him. But he's on point with DJ Moore. Yes. What with Moore on the same show? Mm-hmm. When you throw it to two, meaning DJ Moore is on point, but anyone else, not so much. Right. You didn't hear the you didn't hear DJ Moore go, dude, he's the best quarterback ever. You didn't hear any of that. You hear the awkward silence in there? You could drive a pace bus through that. Right. DJ that? started kind of chuckling. And then I, I, one of them said, look, we just worked there. <laughs> We're not the guy you should ask. That's just a... Meaning, yes, Justin. That's a, that's a tough-ass question by Amon St. Brown. And you know exactly what he's doing. Because you know that EQ and Amon are having a lot of conversations about, hey, man, I'm on the field, I'm running routes, and this guy can't give me the football. Hey, man, I'm doing exactly what they asked me to do. Yes, I'm blocking the best I can, but, I mean, I know I can catch the football, and this guy can't find me. Right. And you that, know that's the conversation at the table, right? And that is mostly about Mooney, that clip. Yeah. Not so much about e- EQ was hosting with his brother. It's fine, but, I mean. And listening to it and then watching the facial expressions, I showed them to you. Yeah. Where they're kind of chuckling. We're not the guy you should be asking, man. I mean. And what, the quote that really stood out to me at the 
Super Bowl, there was an interview with DJ Moore. And he said, I've been clear. I love playing with Justin, blah, blah, blah. Well, what if he's not there? I'm still going to be happy. Like, he didn't say that would really, really suck and it's going to tear our room. No, we didn't hear any of that. If you're DJ Moore, of course you're good with Justin Fields. He gets you the ball. More uh-huh. times than not, he's giving you the ball exactly. And again, it wasn't always like that when he first got here, especially early. Right. But when they got acclimated with one another, yeah, one plus two equals six. Correct. When they got acclimated, it was fantastic. So DJ Moore does not have a beef with Justin Fields. These other guys, though, especially Darnell Mooney, it's a contract year. I'd be gritting my teeth. I'd be talking to him in, in the weight room separately. Bro, you're messing with the bag now. What are you doing? It's like I'm wide open, and you're throwing it five yards over my head. You're throwing it at my kneecaps. Man, please. Give me the football. Please, Jay Moore. <laughs> Give me the ball, please. Uh, I need the money. <laughs> please. Seriously. Come on, Stevie. <laughs> I mean, Don't you see me? <laughs> I mean, honest to God. <laughs> I just see DJ Moore. I don't see anybody else as he sway as Justin sways his head side to side. Stevie Wonder. Like he's on the, like on the piano. <laughs> I don't see anybody. I just called. I mean, <laughs> to say I missed you. I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> I just called. He's a I don't, I, I, don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Cap. I mean, if you're Mar- Mooney, like, hey, man. Give me I might, football. I might not be here next year. Like, right. Can I get I'm some? I'm a free agent. Like, I'm open. You just don't see me. And this is where it comes to Cap on his all 22. When Cap, which circled for me, even though he doesn't have the, the, uh, the ability to do that with his finger, showing me here's how open Mooney is. And here's how he does not get the football. Right. But you but you you check it down underneath, but you can't find an open receiver. Correct. Horrible. And I told you when I talked to Tommy and I talked to Olin one night on our show, I said, "Okay, Tyler Scott's got to catch the ball on that deep pass against Detroit." Mm-hmm. And Olin said, "There's the right read and there's the correct read." He said, "Sure, that's the right read. He's open. He's a fourth round rookie. That's a tough ask." And guess what? The correct read. Is right there. DJ Moore. He makes $21 million a year for a reason. Because he's a beast. Yeah. And they didn't throw it to him. That's the things that got to get fixed. 312-332-377. Summer of the Bear. Here we go. is our telephone number. <laughs> New Linux. And Kevin's on ESP 1000. Kevin, good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Kevin? How are you, Sparky? I'm doing great, Cap. Thanks for asking. Hey, how's it going, Jay Hood? You're good, buddy. Um, I just wanted to, uh, you know, talk about Eddie Jackson's career a little bit. Yep. Um, Cap, you're right. If you just look at it as a fourth round pick um, that Ryan Pace took a flyer on, and look at his career numbers, I mean that's definitely an A. You'll take that any any time, any time a fourth round pick puts out those type of numbers. Um, He's from Alabama. I mean, that that wasn't some from some D two college. You knew he was going to be fantastic. He's from Alabama. That's a top shelf. They didn't even know if he was going to be able to be healthy to play. He's from Alabama. He'd find a way. Stop. He was from Bama. That's what makes it complicated. You know, I was a big fan of his coming out of Bama. Um, The big pivotal point in his career to me is in the 2018 game when he intercepted the ball against the Packers. Uh, I was at that game, but by not by not taking a knee. Um, and then getting injured on that play, he intercepted the ball in the end zone. If he takes a knee and we have Eddie in that game against Philly, it probably doesn't come down to a field goal or a double doink. 
Um, mm. He was that impactful of a player. He really was. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is, is that when I kind of just shift on him, is when he's supposed to be the veteran leader of that defense, when he's supposed to be preaching Chicago Bears football in the locker room, what did he say that one off season that he's supposed to be a ball hawk and not focus on tackling, and was even kind of saying that to younger players if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that's you got to be both, and you got to be preaching both as a, a veteran leader of the Chicago Bears defense. And the the one other point I'll leave you guys with, and then I'll hang up, is that uh, how many how many of Eddie Jackson? I'd like to know if you guys can look it up. How many of his tackles were solo tackles? Because 400 something tackles is incredible. It is. But when it really came down to come down and stuff in the run, especially in the in the red zone, how many times did we see Eddie do that? So I love Eddie. Thanks for thanks for the great years as a Bear. But you know, we, at, at this point, we just couldn't pay him that money. Bulls made the right decision. His career, so. he had 355 solo tackles. Kevin, so there you have it. There you go. 355 of 459 tackles. Charlie? Don't you think that's the kind of safeties that Kevin is talking about, the guys who patrol the middle of the field and, you know, just lower the shoulder, the Ronnie Lots? I was talking about this with Waddle and Connor yesterday. Those guys don't exist as much anymore because they can't exist. Like, they don't have those tone-setting safeties well, so much Br- anymore Brisker just because does of the that. rules. Who's that? Brisker. I would say, but not to the extent of the guys in the 2000s. He does because no, the rules are different. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, that's what I'm saying. Like the box safeties, I think look and play a lot different than they did a few years ago. They play more like a linebacker. But I remember Joe Theismann on this station when I first got here talking about Joe Washington, the running back, yeah. going over the middle and early in the game against. The Bears in 84. Mm-hmm. And he said he just got destroyed. He got his head taken off. He said late in the game. It was close. Remember the Bears won at Washington in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Yep. He said, okay, third and whatever it was, we got to get a first down. Joe, stick your nose in over the middle. I'll get you the football. He goes, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Those defensive backs are madmen. He goes, uh, um, Gary Fensick. And Todd Bell and those, yeah. he's like, yeah. I ain't going anywhere near those dudes. He goes, I went somewhere else. It was incomplete. We lost. <laughs> Game's not like that anymore. Wow. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our telephone number. Um, Cap, you had this conversation about uh, the greats of all time. We'll get to that and have you weigh in on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Here's today's headlines. Headlines with Cap and J Hood. The 7 a.m. hour is brought to you by our great friends at the Combat Energy Efficiency Program. Bears cut too long time. That's making big cash. Safety, Eddie Jackson. See you later. Center, Cody Whitehair. Bye-bye. The move frees up roughly $21.5 million in cap space. Bears now north of $68 million, fourth most space in the NFL. Bring it on. Summer of the Bear. Here we go. Caitlin Clark passed Kelsey Plum to break the all-time NCAA women's scoring record as she dropped 49 against Michigan last night. She had 13 assists, 5 rebounds in a 106-89 Iowa Hawkeyes win. Connor Bedard returned from a broken jaw. Weekend had a schedule last night. Thank you, Travis. He tallied an assist and a 4-1 loss to the Penguins. Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred said he will step down in 2029, confirming this will be his last term. He also suggested a free agency signing period for baseball's offseason. Where have you been, Rob? 
NBA All-Star Weekend begins, and the Bulls head into the break ninth in the East at 26 and 29. Catch all the NBA All-Star action right here on ESPN 1000. Jay Moore! Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood. You're officially locked in. Put your hands up in the sky. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. It's the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we are streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Glad that you're with us here on this Friday morning. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. Shot or no shot comes your way at 8 o'clock. Um, let's go to the phone lines, and then we're going to settle something that Cap and, I, uh, Cap and I are aware of. And hopefully those that are listening, you know, they can take that. We'll tell you about it coming up. Uh, Rockford, here's Dustin on ESPN 1000. Dustin, good morning. Yes, good morning, guys. Hey, Just Dustin. Just want to say, yes, good morning, guys. I uh, hope you're doing well. Yes, sir. I was, born in, I was born in 1985, born a Bears fan. Really didn't start following the roster until John Fox era, sort of, that, that came in. Um, and how depressing. You know, it's like you want to feel excited. I love the Bears. Um, but then in comes this general manager, again, not sure what's going on. And uh, start. he feels like this poker player almost. And the moves that he's doing, all he gets no first-round pick. He just has these two second-round picks. And then, uh, you know, is this the same old Bears or what's it going to be? But uh, we have this last draft. And, uh, no, the season, like, we can see we're building these core pieces. And it's getting exciting. I'm excited. I'm more excited than I've ever been before as a Bears fan. So and Dad, the, the GM you referred to, are you talking about Pace or Poles? Poles. I'm talking about Poles. Yeah, Pace. Uh, I thought Pace made some good moves, but Ted was still in the building, and uh, I was just looking for more of like a total refresh. Like, let's get some new blood in there. Let's change the culture. And um, they have. And I feel I feel like we've done that. Yeah. Um, and I'm totally on the Justin Fields uh, bandwagon here. Um, but now we're talking, I just, dad and I were talking about, uh, Cody and Eddie and, and those are the pieces, you know, uh, that we're going to be replacing. And our GM says we're going to build through the draft. He told us what he's going to do. And, um, we see it happen and I absolutely feel we're going to be trading back. Uh, we're going to be getting some core pieces. Wait, you think they're sticking with Justin? Absolutely, what one hundred percent? I mean, I, I understand. Wow. I understand the whole, you know, what you have to do. That to will be stunning. To, that will be stunning to me. Yes, and I think we need some. I think that we have to end this. Change the quarterback. Change the football team era. We've seen so many quarterbacks coming in and out. The Bears can never get it right. We can never just have somebody. So you're settling for mediocrity at that position. Then you're okay with that because you're getting other good players. I just don't know that we know what greatness looks like in the Bears. We can't let it like you got. We've got the seed. You got to water it. Like you got to give it time to grow. How many more times? He's going into his fourth year. Yeah, I just has has he ever had a core unit around him? Has he ever has he ever had a, a an offensive line? No, it's always been his offensive uh, line was not bad this year. It actually ranks <laughs> fairly highly. I am I am very excited for what Ryan Poles is doing. I'm yeah. super right. excited. We're just not there yet, and I think that yeah, you're going to see us take guards. You're going to see us get that center. Um, you're going to see us take the safety, build through the draft. They're going to get, get a new young. quarterback. Yep, I, that's where I think. Yes, 
So, Dustin, uh, hopefully you'll still be a Chicago Bear if they are able to get a quarterback number one in the draft. Did well, he say he started in the John Fox era? Yeah. That's a tough time to start. It is. Like, hey. he was built, born in 85, so he's in his early 30s. All right, now I'm going to pay attention to the roster? That was kind of surprising. Cap, it's Rockford. It's true. Hard to get a signal up there. Tough. Hey. The clock tower ends high dining out there. Um, <laughs> so, so could you talk to us about this this conversation you had about the grace of all time? Yeah. Who is on the – remind me to go back to the tweet that I got regarding the quarterback position, all that we talked about after the show. Remind yeah. me to go back to that. Okay. Um, so I was talking to a buddy of mine. He said – Mahomes is absolutely on the all-time Mount Rushmore. I said, slow down, Sparky. Really? All-time. And we're talking the four major sports. We're not talking about Pele. We're not talking about Messi, Ronaldo. No, the soccer does not count. Okay. We're talking about the four major American, North American sports. Hockey, basketball, baseball, football. Okay. That's it. So I started looking at who belongs on there. Okay. For me, Michael Jordan is a lock. That's correct. He gets a spot. Okay, so who else truly, we're talking about the all-time greats of all the sports. Is Wayne Gretzky go on there? Um, he, he should belong on there, but I think there's other names we had to get to. Like Babe Gretzky's Ruth? there. Is there baseball without Ruth? It's not what it is today. I mean, he captivated the country. But he never played against black players. Well, that's a big thing. I, I agree. Now, again, he had. I went back and looked at the stats last night. He, in some seasons, had more home runs himself than teams had. That is that's correct. how dominant he was. Yes. And the ball was much softer. It was not the easiest thing to do, what he did. I mean, look, I mean, think about it, Jay Moore. Babe Ruth never played against uh, his, his own black players. It's crazy, isn't it? Very. And someone on Twitch said Jordan, Gretzky, Ruth, and Brady would be the four. You could do a, a quick Google search on whether or not Babe Ruth was black or not. Correct. Have you seen that? I have. <laughs> have seen that? Brother, a, there's a famous picture with him with Negro League players. Yes. And they, they believe that there's that uh, controversy that Babe might have been black also. That's pretty funny. That is. Jordan, Gretzky, Ruth, and Brady. Okay. We could break that down. Um Okay, so no so, Muhammad Ali. So, uh, so just so I'm clear, Jordan is on my list. Ruth is on my list. Mm-hmm. Bill Russell's on my list, and so is Muhammad Ali. Now you say, well, where's the football in that spot? Right? That's right. very difficult because if I give you Jim Brown, if I just say Jim Brown, is Jim Brown the greatest football player you've ever seen? No. no. Okay. So then now we're looking at. Who after that for football? Tom Brady. So are you going the four major sports or are you going total across the board? Four total major sports. Not, so, not okay, so we're leaving boxing out? Right, so Ali has to be out if you're not going to include well, all the sports. Well, let me tell you something. He was a pretty good baseball player in his day, Ali. I don't yeah, know if you saw that. a good basketball player, too. I, I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> if there's some film. That, never mind. I mean, we could, <laughs> we could include boxing. Boxing was a humongous sport. Well, I'm just saying that for me, those are the great athletes for me. But, but I mean, Gretzky has to be on that list. I'm not sure. I'm it, not sure. It's almost like icon is almost a separate con- Like, there's an argument that Jack is the best golfer of all time, but I don't think it's even a conversation that 
Tiger is not the biggest icon in golf history. I mean, like it's like there's something more to it than just number of wins, stuff like that. Like how big of an impact did you have on your sport? Mickelson would like to have a word. <laughs> just because you mentioned Tiger, he wants a word. He's waking up in Vegas somewhere. <laughs> Here's the way I'm leaning right now. Okay. Jordan, Ruth, Ali, Brady. I can't argue that. I can't poke any holes in that at all. That's probably the way I'd go. I can't poke any holes into that. Now, if Patrick Mahomes wins seven rings, mm-hmm. does he take Brady's spot? If he even wins five, does he take Brady's spot? He's certainly more gifted than Tom. Yes. I'm talking physically. But then, when I say Russell, then I start thinking about Kareem, who might have been the greatest, high school, college, and pro. And Kareem, until this past year, and LeBron's played a long, long time, Kareem was the all-time scoring leader with the most unstoppable single shot I've ever watched, the skyhook. But then people would say, well, what about Wilt? And I'm just saying, well, Kareem was just more accomplished to me across the board. If you ever see Kendall Gill in the streets, ask him about Kareem. You'd be trapped in a conversation for two hours. Yeah, and he'll tell you he's the he's the goat <laughs> of all time. Kendall um, Gill will tell you he's will, the greatest. Some people will say LeBron. No shot. Sorry, I just Cap. no. I agree. He's a great player, top five guy of all time by any list. Um, be hard for me that I I could could put Tiger on there. He was so dominant for so long. I'm not going to let you disparage the good name of Jack Nicholson, Nicholas right now. I'm not going to let you do that. The Golden Bear. I'm Golden not let Bear you do was it. awesome. I'm not going to let you do that to the Golden Bear. 312-332-ESV is our telephone number. Uh, but this is why it's such a great conversation because there's so many, so many greats. So you, you would have to open it up to all sports if you put Tiger on there. Oh, God. And that's where the problem comes in because there's just so many great athletes in each sport. I just did. I mean, I could easily just throw Jesse Owens on there, but then you open up to everyone in the Olympics. Correct. Then we're going, well, wait a minute. Michael Phelps, Mark Spitz, uh, all yep. these guys won all these medals. See, we should probably just keep with Carl the Carl Lewis. If we just kept it to the major four. And Secretariat has to be in this discussion. Back to the phone lines we go. Wow. Jimmy and Steger on ESPN 1000. Jimmy, good morning. Yeah, good morning. If you say four team sports and hockey's in, and there's only two names in hockey that matter, guys. And, uh, and I've seen both. Kane and Taves. Kane and Taves. <laughs> Super can okay, keep. Okay, but if, if you did, if you said teams, but that's what I'll go with. Wayne Gretzky, and there's only one other name, because he changed the game totally, and that would be Bobby Orr, guys. Dang. Best player ever play. Bobby Orr was awesome. Bobby Orr's not getting on the Mount Rushmore. He ain't even getting a nomination. Hey. Book plus one ten one year guys nobody nobody could ever see that number again on a plus minus that will never happen again. Took a defenseman from ten goals to forty two in, in a league which was much more played defensively and better. Bobby Orr has to be on that list along with Gretzky, but that's what it would be: Gretzky or Bobby Orr, Michael Jordan. Oh uh, boy, football's hard. Right. I'd say uh, Brady, and I'd say well, if you're not saying Ruth, how about Willie Mays? Willie Mays. Mm. He was great. Great player. Hall of Great, not GOAT. So you have to go sports icon and then the GOAT of the four sports. So you have to do two separate ones because the icon can open it up 
to more uh, sports. It's a lot of chisels and hammers to make that Mount Rushmore two separate ones. Icon one and a and then the uh, the goat one. That's tough. All right, we'll put this Mount Rushmore right here in South Dakota. Hold on, we need double the land. We're going to do an icon <laughs> one too. Three one two three three two ESPN is our telephone number. So again, you got to sell this debate that Cap had with a friend of his as far as the Mount Rushmore. Again, are they icons, goats? How do you look at it on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show? Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. We'll have Shadow No Shot coming away at 8 o'clock. Let me tell you something. This guy Zetterman, our boss. Yeah? What about him? He says... You can't include boxing and not soccer. Soccer is a bigger sport across the entire world. Boxing's dead. It makes zero sense to include boxing. Hey, Danny, we said the four major sports and then things that were big in North America. Soccer's not that big in North America compared to the other sports. That's A. B? B? We're talking about freaking Muhammad Ali. It's unbelievable. Did did we mention the Klitschko's or anything like that for a heavyweight champion? Okay, so what is he... Put another quarter in the jukebox, Danny. I don't have James Tony. <laughs> Lights out. Lights out, James <laughs> Tony. Wait a minute. Or Chuck Wepner, the Bayonne Bleeder. I don't have that. Lights out, Tony's not on the list. No. He has a good point, though. You just can't exclude certain sports. That's all. It's our Mount Rushmore, Jay Moore. And it's North America. All right, that's fine. What about Clover Lang? All right. Clover Lang. <laughs> Tell me. Wow. <laughs> What's the forecast for the fight? <laughs> Jerry Cooney. Pain. Right. Hey, yeah, we, he says boxing is dead. Well, we weren't we, we weren't breaking it down in 24. He we were, said, Danny said, I'll take Tiger if you're going other major sports. If okay. you go boxing, some people will say Tyson. Okay. No, they're not. I love Tyson. Yeah. They're not saying Tyson over Ali. Okay. I just... <sighs> I mean, just one, just one click. Put in Muhammad Ali. All the things that he did, not just in the ring, but for the country. Correct. Okay, that matters too. Agree. What did Mike Tyson do for the country? On a 2020 interview with Robin Givens, and, and a great boxer. Correct. <sighs> another Take qu- that, Danny. Another quarter in the jukebox. Do you have another list for him, by the way, Danny? I see you have another list right here. We'll keep that. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> a, if you care to, right, you can put the list out there. There's another list that uh, that Cap put out there in our. Little chat here. I went to pay Mount Rushmore. Oh my God! Three one two three three two. Yes, he has our phone number. The two that, Costello. Uh-huh. How, I mean, sorry, Howard Cosell. It autocorrected. <laughs> Howard Cosell. Yeah. Carl Ravitch. Oh, <laughs> that's a bad two. It is. Uh huh. Um, how about Bill Self? Oh my God, <laughs> Wayne Larry! All right, three one two three three two. Yes, yes, our phone number. Yes, an account scored in a foul. Uh, to the phone Take that, Danny. Uh, Southside James is on ESP one thousand. James, good morning. Good morning, hoodie. Good morning, Cap. What's, What's up, up, there, brother? What's up, James? Uh, you know what? To be honest, I wasn't going to call back anymore this this year. I was going to wait till the following year to call back. Well, to say, so why I would you do that? I told you guys. So, well, listen, listen. I, it was a strategy behind it. 
I just wanted to wait so I could throw all of this in your in you guys' face. But I, I had to call because uh, the previous caller, Cap uh, told the previous caller that you know, well, uh, you 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 started following me open, and that you know you were we we engaged for four years. And one thing is this, Cap, did we really get for four years? No, I didn't say four, three. Okay, three years. His first year. Now, now you you compliment you compliment the line and the improvement of the line. Yeah. His first year was a garbage year. Was that the was that the lame duck year? Was that the last year of Maggie? Yes. I'm not, it, okay, that was the lame duck year. Okay. The third year was a total teardown rebuild. Okay. Am I correct? So yeah. this this third year, which I think is his first year. And in his first year that I, in my opinion, this year is his first year. In his first year, did we not see improvement all the way around? Because you give everybody else kudos for improving. But when it comes to Justin Fields, oh, we have to get rid of him. I look at first-round picks. It's like everybody is so fixated on this first-round pick, and I get it. All the analysts saying that uh, this guy is the next Mahomes, the next this, the next that. We hear that every year. We heard that with Mitch. We heard, we heard how great uh, uh, Cutler was. All the time, we hear this. Mm-hmm. When you think about a first-round pick, a first-round pick is just the first throw of the dice. That's all it is. Completely agree. Is and, and no one here is saying... I'm not, I'm not finished. Please Wait, finish. we're out of time. We got, get, okay. we got shot or no shot coming up. Oh, God, I have so much more to say. Call, call back. We'll call, put you back on. Call us next year. <laughs> we appreciate Call us back after shot or no shot. All of our guests are on the hotline, Cap. That'd be the Car X Tire and Auto Hot. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the Car X man. Good morning, Chauncey. How are you? I'm doing okay. <laughs> Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors every Saturday morning is with us. Chauncey, you uh, want to jump in on our topic? Yes, since you're spreading your wings of who's the greatest uh, athletes, et cetera, in the different ben sports. Ben Winkleman's not getting pick, on the list. No, he is not. I wouldn't even put him there. <laughs> but there's a gentleman by the name of Kevin Van Dam from Michigan who uh, has just retired this year, and he has won in excess of $50 million. You say it's Kevin Van Dam? In, yes, in the bass sport fishing industry. Yeah, that's Jean Claude's kid. Shout out, no shots. It's in two minutes on Cap and J Hood. All right, here we go.